Hello and welcome to part one of the Autos and Airways podcast Christmas special. Of course, we're back with our old friend Tish Chatton. Tish, thank you so much for joining us. Merry Christmas all the way from thank England. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course, you are dressed very properly for Christmas with a Christmas tree on your head. Interesting well, headband. as you know, there's no uh, no Thanksgiving festivities here. It's straight straight Christmas. That is true, yes. Um, which I don't <laughs> know why you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, because of course the pilgrims came from Plymouth. We definitely will eventually. As you know, we inherit anything that's big in America, so I'm sure it will come. We've had Thanksgiving forever. Anyway, I am wearing a Christmas thing. I don't know if you can see it. It's a tie. It's, uh, I don't know. It's gin gold bells. Ha, ha, ha. Um, <clears throat> it's a lovely tie. I'm going to give my cousin a run for his money because he always dresses up very fancy when we go to this uh, Christmas brunch at the country club my grandparents belong to. I'm going to give him a run for his money. He wears these really crazy Christmas pants. One pants leg is red. The other pants leg is green. This oh tie is going to give him a run for his money. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he actually already saw the tie because he helped me put it on because I can't, I can't tie a tie. 21 years old, I can't tie a tie. Regardless, yes, this is the Autos and Arrows Christmas special. And the whole point of this is I chose some stuff, automotive-related stuff that I would like for Christmas. And the guests that I have on also do the same. So I guess I'll start off because this is part one and it's going to be all compiled into one big long episode, just like you know, Top Gear Christmas special. <clears throat> and I also apologize for how I sound. I'm battling a sinus infection. I know I sound like shit, um, but I'm a man and I will soldier on. <laughs> I know. So the first thing that I chose that I would like for Christmas that I am not going to get would be this. Um, share screen. The 2008 Mark V Volkswagen Golf R32. Um, these were limited edition here in the US. They only made 5,000. This is number 130. Um, it's in pretty good, good condition for what it is. I mean, I've seen cleaner ones, but I've also seen ones that are a lot worse. Only modification it has is painted wheels, which look a bit tacky. Um, the interior is acceptable. It's seen better days, but it's certainly not horrible. It's got 92,000 miles. Um, <clears throat> of course, being the R32, it's got a 3.2 liter VR6, 250 horsepower. They all came with a six-speed DSG um, dual-clutch automatic. And... Um, yeah, it's a very lovely car. Uh, all-wheel drive, it's hauled X all-wheel drive, so it's not real all-wheel drive, but uh, all finished in this lovely, what, what's the blue called? Deep blue metallic, very Volkswagen sounding name. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I know you like a Volkswagen, so why don't you tell me what you think? <clears throat> yeah, well, I obviously rate it highly. I nearly bought one um, probably like a year and a half ago, I reckon. Really? We actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually had one come in as part exchange at, uh, at, at Quest where I worked. And um, I can't remember what it was coming in as part exchange against, but it was a one owner car um, and it had 52,000 miles. Uh, and it was, uh, they wanted 6,000 pounds for it, which didn't sound a lot. 
Um, so I went to go and see it. And uh, yeah, it would, it, it had one owner, but that one owner had just not ever loved it. So it was kind of deemed on every side. I know. And I was so like, I was thinking that it was going to be pristine because it's had one owner. It's only done 52,000 miles. I thought like how, like it, surely it's going to be in amazing condition. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, it, it literally, it had dings on every, on every pretty much panel, all the wheels needed doing, um, yeah, all the tyres needed replacing, uh, it had bits of badge and trim missing, oh. <laughs> um, and all of that stacked up, like it still was okay money to have all of that stuff done, mm-hmm. um, but what put the nail in the coffin for me is that um, it hadn't ever seen a Volkswagen dealer. Or it hardly yeah. even it hardly ever seen any dealer to be honest, and uh, I know with these as well that they haven't uh, they don't have to have the cam belt or they haven't got a cam belt that needs to be replaced. But any potential buyer expects it to be done anyway at five years or sort of around uh, however many miles, and that hadn't been done. And yeah, that's when I chose to just walk away. But uh, it was difficult, and also these things are like well i don't know if this is very much for you but the road tax is like 600 pound a year here yeah we don't really have anything like that you pay like a yeah. registration fee in some states not where I, not ohio where i live you have to pass like an emissions test every year sure. but other than that you buy a like you buy a car you pay whatever it is a hundred dollars for your registration every year and that's it you don't have tax on that yeah yeah see it fell it fell into the really expensive tax yeah. brand for that year and yeah so it was move to the u.s thinking. where everything's cheap yeah i know right yeah actually sure. you don't i know when here. i know you guys are complaining about fuel prices at the moment but also i nearly pass out every time i fill my car up yeah and that was the one other thing about these apparently they absolutely burn full free fuel it's a 3.2 liter v6 what would you you expect (laughs) it's funny they still it will be i mean the noise they make is makes it worth it yeah i mean nothing sounds quite like a vr6 you know a really narrow angle v they actually still they don't really do that engine anymore in europe do they They normally aspirated because we don't know we i think the only car that still gets it um at least to my knowledge and the whole world for Volkswagen is the is the US uh, Atlas that we get here mm-hmm. big SUV okay. still MQB yeah that you can get a four-cylinder turbo is like the base engine uh, and then you can get spend more money you can get a 3.6 liter VR6 it only makes like an extra 40 horsepower over the um I think the V6 is like 280 horsepower the four-cylinder like 240 um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's and you could get it in the Passat, the US spec Passat, which Volkswagen dropped. So yeah, the only VW sedan sold here in the US, you have Jetta and uh, your uh, favorite car, the Jetta. Arteon. Arteon. <laughs> yeah, the Jetta. There's a personal reason why, <laughs> but we, we won't talk about that. Um, <clears throat> so the next thing I chose, which you know, we are recording this on December 2nd. Yesterday, December 1st, I went to order this Christmas present for myself. And I can't have it, unfortunately, or at least not yet. Um, and with these, these are illuminated uh, door tread plates for my Defender. Um, 
granted they are a lot nicer than the ones that are currently on the car which look exactly like this but they are gray and it just has defender embossed into the plastic this one is metal with you know they light up um they look really cool and they're expensive but you know what that's fine why isn't this it's the little, little detail sometimes isn't it and now i'm stuck here Anyway, <laughs> yes, it's that. And so I went to order them. And at least currently here in the US, this is according to my parts guy, that you cannot get the lunar interior, which is the one I have, which is it's, it's acorn beige seats, but everything else is lunar gray. So the floors are lunar gray. It's, it's this. This is lunar. Um, and they only have ebony, which is the black one in the US right now. So I could get black ones, but that just look weird. So mm -hmm. I will wait until the gray ones become available in this country. And um, yeah, that's going to be my Christmas. And I, I, I know the other gift my parents got me because they did a horrible job of hiding it. Um, the Swiss Army knife. So that's, I open up this Christmas, I'm going to open up a Swiss Army knife. And that's my only gift. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine though. That's... When you don't want anything or can't think of anything, anything's fine yeah. with me. So the last thing I want, which is not happening, but I'd love to. Surprise, surprise. Jaguar F5R. <laughs> it makes a return. In British racing green, tan and ebony interior. Just perfect. Mm -hmm. um, gray wheels. Of course, you have to get the red brake calipers. Um, of course. I did not get the tan dashboard because tan dashboards reflect in the windshield really badly. Like it's bad. Um, I wish the seats were a little bit more tan, but you know, that's fine. I, I would still rock. I like that. I like that. I mean, it, it's the same spec as my mother's discovery. It, it's, you, know, you can't, you can't be British racing green over tan. It's, it's the perfect color combination, especially for this car. Um, I will say I would not like this tan with the green that I have on my Defender. Mm -hmm. um, that's, you know, I think that just doesn't look quite right. You know, tan with a bright green. That's why I'm happy with what I have. But yes, so I'll turn it over to you. Sure. Um, <clears throat> what do you want for Christmas, Tish? I will uh... help. What does car Santa Claus, what's on your list of cars? <laughs> cars Santa uh, well, as, as you know, um, as of my most recent video with the Abarth, um, I can't really keep that car for much longer. So it's time to think what's going to replace that car. And to be honest, there is not really any other car that really has piqued my fancy this year at all in terms of my favourite, which are always little hot hatches, mm -hmm. And that's got to be uh, the UK's top gear 2022 car of the year. And that's the Hyundai i20N. And I and yeah. bear with me. <laughs> Which there I got, yeah, go. I got oh, to, I, I got I, to I test need... it. <laughs> that's the wrong one. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I got to test it earlier this year. Um, I'm hoping I'm going to get a long-term test of it as well. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, I fell in love with it a lot, really. And actually, I couldn't believe how much better this car 
in in the interior is than the i30n i hadn't realized how outdated the i30n had now become um, yeah. and the interior is this is just so much better yes it is a little bit it is a little bit cheap in places um but that's Let's kind of a picture yeah that is that is kind there of the thing with hot hatches isn't it as uh, yeah sometimes they are slightly slightly cheaper feeling when it comes that's to the, the smaller point cars you know cheap speed yeah costs are cut somewhere and, absolutely but you still have now is this um what engines and i i don't really know a whole lot about it obviously it's not being it's not sold here in the u.s um, i have driven the veloster n which is based on the i30n same um same running gear and everything and i loved that thing i mean that thing was really fun i've driven both the manual and the dual clutch and um it would be a really hard to see. Like if I bought that uh, a Veloster and it would be really hard choice between the manual and the automatic because the automatic was really, really good. Um, sure. But hey, get a hot hatch, you have to, you have to get a six speed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course, definitely. And that's, yeah, that's one of the big reasons that I, I kind of loved it so much was, yeah, it had a really good six speed and really? manual gearbox. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it sounded great as well. That's the thing with Hyundai's um, in the UK. I think everything else is starting to sound rubbish. Um, and Hyundai still just sounds <coughs> like so. <laughs> That was yeah, a real call. That is true. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, and um, what is it? It's a, it's a, do you know what? I don't, I, I drove it so long ago that I actually now can't remember what it did, um, what see. engine it did have in it. Uh, I want to like, say one point, yeah, 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 1.6 litre turbo engine, 204 horsepower. So okay. yeah, slightly more so, than my current car at the moment. This So this directly competes with something like a Focus or so a Fiesta ST. Um, oh, absolutely. Along, so yeah. it's along those lines. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And you say it was a, it was a 1.4 cylinder? Uh, six. Uh, no, this is no way. This is a six, a one point six liter four cylinder, right? It's not a six cylinder. No, no, no. Oh no, yeah, no. Sorry, I thought you meant liter. <laughs> no, it's so it's a four. It's not a. It's not a. <laughs> it's not a three like in the Fiesta. Oh no. Or the, or no, the Yaris. No. Um, which yeah, that that's um. We don't get we, we don't get any hot hatches. We don't get the small hot hatches anymore in the U.S. It's, no. We're they all pulled out of the market. We get hot hat, we get golf. Like I said before, we only get the GTI and the R in the US. There's no normal golf. We get the Veloster N. Um, <clears throat> there is a new, there is a new one coming next year. Mm -hmm. The um, power plant from the GR Yaris is going into the Corolla hatchback here. So we're going to be getting yes, a GR Corolla. Yeah. Um, actually, Toyota very sneakily teased that. Um, not too long ago, uh, I think it was last week or the week before I saw something. So it's going to be coming out really soon. And um, what else? I think I mean, that's that's a you know, Civic Type R we get, um, Civic Si, which yeah, you, that's still bigger than a. But that's only a Civic. Regardless. Um, oh, and there is also a newcomer, um, kind of more of a premium hot hatch will be the new Acura Integra. That I'm looking okay. really forward to. That's going to be, mm -hmm. uh, it's still based on a Civic, but it's going to have the 1.5 turbo high output engine from the SI, six speed manual. Um, and it's going to start at like 30,000 US dollars. 
for a base model, it's going to be like the entry level luxury car from Acura, which you don't you don't get in the UK. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, you were not missing out, um, but now you kind of are because they really they made a good comeback. And with this yeah. Integra, is it's not the old Integras of past by any means, but it's it's a solid car. You know, it was a Honda prototype car, so it's ninety nine point five percent production ready. That's a fun car. Um, <clears throat> what next else up. do you have yeah <laughs> uh yeah so next up i think i'm gonna pro- probably choose um some upgraded suspension for the lupo it's uh, something that is next up on my list of things to do probably not going to be fitted until the summer um because it's going to be tucked away in the garage now i think um but yeah it definitely definitely requires some some love when it comes to the suspension department i mean those cars are never fitted with half decent suspension to start with anyway so now i noticed in your <laughs> i noticed in your video i i wasn't completely surprised because you, you did that video recently you replaced the shocks and um it's got a torsion beam you know in the back it's not independent suspension uh, which i was i'm saying i'm surprised but really i'm not surprised something like that cheap of course it would have a torsion beam rear yeah. suspension which you know, VW on the Jetta years ago out of torsion beam, and then they went to a rear independent suspension, and then on the latest one they went back to the back to the torsion beam to save money, and it made it drive not as well. Um, GLI gets independent suspension, but another reason why I don't like the Volkswagen Jetta. <laughs> no, it's like what? Like are you thinking like you know, new springs? You know, lowering it, or just kind of like a keeping the same look but just higher quality so like what kind of yeah i think i think if i'm going uh if i'm going to be replacing the springs um the whole real i'd like to do the whole suspension setup um but whilst i'm doing that yeah it's going to go a little bit lower it won't go much it won't be much but i'm it might as well um i always used to like my low cars i don't want it so low because yeah now it's getting to 20 years old i think you've got to be careful at the bottom and like right. what you get caught on and um i definitely don't want to be causing any damage and I, it's, i'm not really interested in having it slammed to the floor anymore anyway so um, but yeah i will be we'll be going a little we'll be going a little yeah. bit lower with it yeah um, why not but, but only aesthetically to make it look a little bit better and but yeah in terms of just to upgrade the ride quality um just yeah how, how it does that is it is it stiff is it is it more kind of like a you know stiff but you know very compliant like how volkswagen always have been or like tell me more because i've not driven yeah of course well it, it you can feel that it's sporty it's got that play on it but it is really comfortable really really comfortable i think um when me and hannah went to the gti fest this year she commented that it was the most comfortable car she's ever driven in um and it is it's yeah it's, it's someone that crazy. worked for bmw for a while <laughs> who i'm sure yeah, has driven a seven think, series well i can imagine it would just uh, surprise her to what yeah. she was expecting but um but yeah at the same time it's it's um it's a lot of fun but i think yeah. that's you can tell that it needs a suspension upgrade because it is just slightly um probably just slightly more cushioned than you'd you'd expect out of a performance car yeah yeah i mean that's that's the thing you know it's again it's all it's also it's a volkswagen thing they've always you know they're sporty but they're still very you know very compliant very composed Mm -hmm. you know it's not going to break your back um 
which is why I'm a big advocate for DCC on any VW. And of course, now with the new GTI in the US, if you want DCC, you have to get the top of the line because that's just how they are. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's a, yeah, I mean, why not go for it, right? It's, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe you can let, uh, lend me the keys to that next year when I'm uh, across the pond. Yes, yeah, for sure. So, I'd love yeah. to, yeah, I'd love for you to see what you think. Yeah. Because it is just something, yeah, completely that you never got. So um, and for you guys, it's just a normal car. It's not anything There's something so lovable about it. And I think everybody that's kind of spent some time with it, um, yeah, it kind of steals your heart. It has character. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So well, I will hold you accountable to that. That might be the first ever VW, if I drive it, if I have the chance, might be the first ever VW that has character that I've driven. Because I love VW, but... <laughs> I've always, you know, I've said this to you, I've said this to everyone, I've said this on the show, Volkswagen, Audi, I mean, basically every German car, they're just so good because they're engineered to perfection, they're naturally going to be good, but they just kind of, they lack something you can't put your finger, and that's why I love Jaguar Land Rover, because are they as good, you know, as anything from Germany? <laughs> you could say so, but not really. Um, there's things that they do that are just different, and they, and I don't know how you feel, but there's just something about them. Even my Defender, it's just there's something I cannot put my finger on. That, you know, I get in it, and I have a big smile on my face whenever I press that start button. It's just like it's, it's special. Whereas, you know, I drive my dad's Audi, fantastic car, turn it on, you know, and just calm, relaxed comfort but i don't think it's anything particularly special which is good because it's it's really good but i don't know we'll see we shall see <clears throat> oh jesus <laughs> i still can't get over how i sound i sound like, is this what is this what covid sounds like i don't know um, <clears throat> but yeah and i know there was one last thing that um big one and a very understandable one that I think every YouTuber could use no matter how big or small you are. <laughs> so what was that last present that you talked to me about? Yeah, it'll be a new filming setup, a new, yeah. I know I say camera, but we're going the whole filming setup, the whole shebang. <laughs> camera, you know, boom mic. Absolutely. Sound yeah. manager, camera, full out. Yeah. yeah, the whole lot. Call, call yeah, Hollywood. Whole team of have them have them sent out. You know, send everyone out from LA. Those huge, those huge kits that they have put on the cars with the uh, the mounts yeah. with the roll yeah. for the rolling shots. It's, it's yeah. always it's three sixty cameras. It's always a Cayenne. It's always a Cayenne. At least here in yeah. the US. Here in the US, it's always yeah. a Cayenne because they need something that's fast enough, strong enough, and that could you know maneuver in some tricky spots in what better car to do that than a Porsche Cayenne you know it's 40 it's but yeah so we will now move on to the next guest on the show so Tish thank you so much um, for coming thank on you for again me. of course Merry Christmas from my family to yours and yeah let's uh move on to the next person so our next guest is 
our old friend Andrew Shahada, our first ever guest on the show, is back for Christmas. Andrew, thanks for coming on. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Alex. Thanks yeah. for inviting me on the show. Very uh, what's welcome. that on your tie? Oh, it's um, can you see it's that would be gin and it's gin martinis and Santa Claus hats and uh jingle bells. It's nice, it's vineyard vines. You see, this is the point. It's gin go bells, you know, gin go bells. Yeah, this is the point where you're supposed to laugh. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that was all right for everyone that doesn't know. That is the worst acting I've ever seen in my entire life, coming from not just you, but me, me too. Like, not my uh, strong suit. No. <laughs> No, not at all. I've been told I'm good at stand-up comedy, but I cannot act. I cannot act. Anyway, so yes, Merry Christmas. It is Christmas time, filled with Christmas cheer and Christmas drinks on fancy ties. Um, so I guess what do you what's on your list for car Santa Claus? That's that's not a thing. That's not that's not a thing, but you know. Regardless. I wish it was. Yes. I wish there was a car Santa Claus and I wish there was a watch Santa Claus. Yes. Because we could both um, go down the rabbit hole with that thing. I would have a very long list. Yes, so um, would I. Oh, also so, can there can there be a um can there be a a, a, a Burberry Santa Claus as well? It just dresses yes. up in the in the in the in the in the Burberry check instead of red red and white. Like yeah. Wouldn't complain about that. Neither um, would I. First first thing on my list is a 2021 m2 competition that is a solid car and of course you found that on cars and bids so this one's a really it's the way to go yeah it's just it really stand, like stands out to me i love the black that look of it I, I really want my next car to be all black um just so you guys know but this one just you know checks every box basically and i really don't like the way the new m2 looks so it makes me value the yeah the, you know the new two series chassis but i think the um previous model is much more beautiful in comparison so it makes me value it even more now i agree with that i you know at first i hated the new two series when i first saw it i didn't mind it and then the more i looked in it was like god this is the car that they could not stop designing it was just too much and now when I, the more I see it, it's not that bad. I actually saw one in person um, last week, and it, it looked a lot better in person, which is weird because the new IX looks a lot worse in person. Same with, in my opinion, with the M3 and M4, from the front at least. But the IX I, I, is everywhere. I've seen the, the new 2 Series a couple of days ago, and the eyes are like – pointing outwards almost they like are the, the headlights look like it looks like the joker yeah and the rear the the taillights i mean i don't even know what that's supposed to be it just looks goofy it doesn't even look like a bmw yeah. it's like kind of like a buick like enclave i think those kind of taillights like yeah it just, it's really strange and i can't get behind it do they they kind of they even pretty didn't they ditch the hoffmeister kink yeah those? they're done with it basically i mean like M2, it's small, but it's still there. 
you know, you can see the Hoffmeister kink. Yeah. And like, if you zoom out a little, I mean, the taillights in that car aren't beautiful, but I have nothing bad to say. These are better. I mean, they're, they fit, I mean, it's not like a wide, uh, it's a smaller car, so there's not a lot of space for like a a big design, kind of like an M4 taillight or anything. I think it looks great with what they have. Yeah. And it's that same like familiar shape kind of Mm -hmm. with the other models they have. Obviously a BMW. This, yeah. the, the old M2. I mean, you look at that and there's no questioning what that car is. It's got the normal size kidney grills. It's got the angel eye headlights. It has the Hoffmeister kink. And you can know it's the M car because it's, you know, it's wider. It's got a wider front rear track. It's just, you know, it's got the mirrors that, you know, kind of go like that. And speaking yeah. of which, real quick, while we're on the subject of BMW, what on God's green earth is that XM? there's things about it that i don't hate the interior i think looks cool interior is really nice on it um the first when i first saw the car i was kind of like i mean that's better than some of the other stuff i mean my initial reaction was like it's not that bad and then i kind of thought took a step back and i was like okay that's really bad like what is this uh, CNBC. Yeah. Like what? And the fact that they're gonna make this. I mean, uh, I, I, I um, I was talking to another person about this a couple weeks ago. Um, that front grill. BMW went from the kidney bean grill, you know, they had forever, to beaver teeth on the new M3 and M4, then the XM. Or not, not the X and the IX. This, I mean, you can't, at least I can't see it. That grill, it looks like a butt. They went from, it's just, they went from kidney, kidney grill to beaver grill to ass grill, literally. Yeah. My first reaction, I was like, okay, and it lights it's up. It's not the beaver, well, I'm like, it's not the beaver teeth. And then I was like, okay, it looks fine. And then I was like, uh, it really doesn't. <laughs> And of course, a giant ad for, oh, come on, just go away. I mean, it's, oh, and did you see that video that they did about it? I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, no, the video they had on, like, Ooh, it was on oh, Instagram. The, the rear. Yeah, what on earth is that? And they say this is inspired by the um, M1. You know what's inspired by the M1? The two logos. In, on the top and the back. That's the only thing that is inspired by the M1. That's it. That's the only, this is not in any way, shape, or form related to that thing. And it's hideous. You know, okay, this, well, this was designed for the Chinese market. Okay, let's and go look I, at a really good, let's look at a good concept car. Type, type in the uh, Quattro RS1 e-tron. Is this the one that came out today? Yeah, let's get some positive energy. That's not it at all. Um, oh, S1, Etron. Okay. That auto car article? Yeah. The first one? The, the S1, not RS1. This looks Sorry, cool. Okay. There of we course, go. look that's... who we have here, Ken Block. Okay. That is that's a concept I want to see. Even if it's electric, yes. I don't care. Look at that. Yeah, the wheels, no, thank you. But the rest of that, 
very cool looking. It's a modern day quattro, but you know what it's missing? It, the sound of a five cylinder. It, if Yeah, I mean, that should, if they made a five cylinder version of that, that'd be even better. But the yes. fact that they created a real car that's working like that, I can't ask for much more. No. And if they had the, well, the white covers and the wheels like the original. Um, and it's even you know, better with this. That, yeah. Ken Block knows how to drive rally cars because that's yeah. his job. <laughs> but but no, the the XM is like, oh god, yeah, it's bad. The video, I'm, I wonder if they had that video because it it was bad. Um, it, it was like thirty seconds too. Videos. Oh, XM. Maybe it was on Instagram. Oh. BMW M Instagram. Oh, was it that uh, Instagram thing down there? Okay, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll get it. Let's see. It's going to make my, I hopefully I'm still, yeah, I'm starting to. It, 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 so it was a real. Yes. But no, this isn't it. Uh, if it's a, hopefully they deleted it. No, oh, you know, it's I think it's just normal BMW Instagram. Not BMW M. Because it, it, it was just, first of all, that was like the teaser. How bizarre is that? I mean, that thing is just bizarre. And like people are like, okay, make, make some more, you know, high performance petrol cars, whatever. And then they're like, all right, you want this? <laughs> no. No, no one wanted this thing. Like, who? And it looks massive. No, that's like, still uh, not it. It looks like an X7 like platform car. Maybe it was a video. Where was it? Because it, it was it was it was so bizarre. I um yeah I I it, it's oh this is it I believe I think. Yeah, no. The interior is nice, though. I can't. I can't say anything bad about that, really. Well, overall, I will say that the interior is a bit interesting. The back is weird because I mean, the back of it, like that seat, it looks like it came out of a strip club. I mean, I don't think I don't know if it'll actually have that kind of lighting, but no. But it, with that wilted pattern, it's just weird. Anyway, yeah, we're way off topic. So M two, yes, that is a fantastic car. So I guess do you want to move on to your first mod that you want for Christmas? Yeah, go with that. Um. So on my S four, the exhaust tips are terrible. They're awful. 
they get they everyone has them um on their s4s and s5s and they corrode like like just they're they're a little small and they corrode like seriously you know you can't even clean them um they get just terrible so this is a great picture look you can see the dude like you can't photoshop that out like come on no, that'd be so easy. You would just do a long exposure and put the light over it, but I digress. Um, I, I just think a nice pair of stainless steel tips would be just a... And they're cheap. They're cheap, I mean, and they, they really, you know, enhance the look of the car, they and they're much more durable. They'll be a uh, wider outlet, so they'll be maybe change the sound a little bit. So yeah, that's so, e- easy, easy mod. Let's go on to this next one, which is you know, maybe not for yeah. me, but it's your car. Do what you yeah, want. I, I, I like to style these wheels like the multi-spoke and they're float formed. So like they're not cast or anything. Um, the price is really solid. Um, they have some other styles that I like too. Um, but I just, I mean, these will be hard to clean. It'll get a ton of brake dust, but yeah. I think it's just a nice look overall because it kind of has that like M look almost. Um, yeah. I just think it, it would match like some of the other uh, designs of the car pretty well. They don't work on a GLI. Actually, no, that's not even a G. That's an R line. Yeah. That's not even a GLI. Why would you put that on your? Oh God. Yeah. My car has a lot of silver accents, and I think it would just yeah. complement it well. Oh yeah, it would. It would. So let's move on to the next one. Um, so the last one is a little simple. It's just a transmission mount insert. Um, a lot of people put it on the car. They say it like really does a great job to like sharpen up the shifts and the feel. Um, there's like a r- kind of rubber band effect that some people describe the uh, ZF8 speed as. And when I run my tuning box, it definitely is there. Like, you'll feel the kind of jump and the shifts and everything. So um, people say that this is like a good remedy for that and just kind of, you yeah. know, makes this shifts all around just more a little bit, Yeah, a little bit crisper. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I guess, I guess maybe that's the thing with tuned cars because I've never driven a tuned car with ZF eight speed. Every ZF eight speed I've always driven has been stock. And yeah. I don't feel that effect at all. Um, in any of like the cars I've driven, but again, maybe I wasn't looking for it. So yeah, let's move on to the big one. This this is dope. I mean, this is yeah. Dope. So uh, if you want to open the link, I sent uh, I sent another one with the spec that I chose, but the um, with the GTS. Yeah. I did not notice that. It's, so, uh, um, no, that's fine. Come on. There we go. Open. It's loading, but we will. The joy of Zoom and technical difficulties. Nothing can ever go right. No. All right, here we go. Let's 
Now let's try this. Okay, there we go. So I went with the Targa 4 GTS manual. As you have to. Um, I think it's the first time they've offered a manual in a Targa um, in recent years. So it's really like a standout car and the GTS package really yeah. does a great job of like enhancing the uh, 911, you know, without being a turbo because it's basically the highest trim turbocharged all-wheel drive 911 you can get with a manual. Yeah. So. And GTS and Porsche speak is always, you get, it's more money, but it's cheaper than getting like a Carrera S with all these options. It's, it's kind of a, almost a value, a performance value model. Yeah, and it, it's it's like basically a turbocharged GT3, yeah. like in essence, like the idea of it. And it's, um, you know, a little more sporty kind of than the Turbo S. It doesn't have the same performance, but the idea of it is more right. sporty. Um, this is kind of a similar spec to my car that I have, um, yeah. silver and blue, but um, I, I looked at it with black and I just think it kind of looked too, too like yeah. a toy, kind of like too yeah. modern, too just like black and blue and, and boring. Um, this way with the silver wheels and the silver exhaust, you get kind of a mixture of things. I also went with the carbon fiber near caps. Um, they're a cheap option from the factory. And yeah. the interior, I did the red GTS interior because I feel like if you the GTS, you kind of, you want to get that GTS interior. Right. Um, it has GT3 seats basically. And the red accents are kind of, you know, nice with the blue and the red calipers on the outside. Shark yeah. blue is a crazy color now. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's quite the color. Yeah. So like this, go ahead. I, I just think this car will hold up really well over the years and. Oh you, yeah. You'd never want to get rid of it. If you yeah. Had it. It's special. It's, it's a special spec. You don't see many like this. Yeah. Um, and you won't see many like this. So speaking of 911, is you already listened to when I had Tish on. I said, oh, shit, I should have done a GT3. Well, guess what? Yeah, I still want an F-Type for Christmas. I still want a British Racing Green F-Type R for Christmas. I'm not getting one. However, I did go online, and I did build a GT3 because... Why not? I mean, it's a full, it's a naturally aspirated flat six that revs to 9,000 RPM and it has the best six-speed manual transmission I've ever experienced in a vehicle. Um, gear ratios are too long, but regardless, I mean Gentian Blue, um, unfortunately with GT3, you can only get a black interior, which sucks. Uh, I don't I do not like a black interior at all. But I went with the red stitching, guards red stitching, guards red seatbelts, um, guards red tachometer, and guards red um, sport chrono clock. It's also this one, of course, is the six speed. I also got the Bose audio system because I don't know why you can't get the Burmester sound system in, in the GT3, but the Bose is good enough, I guess. And it's just a beautiful car. I mean, it's. 
beautiful car. Go ahead. What touring or no? What? No, it's your not the touring. Process on it. What's your <sighs> breakdown? I love. I feel like if I purchased a GT3, I'd probably get the touring because I like the cleaner look. But this Swan Neck Wing is just absolutely fantastic looking, and that's what I went with with this. Is yeah. the, is the standard GT3, but I mean, if they get, if you could get a touring with, like, let's just say hypothetically, normal GT3, you can only get a black interior touring. If you can yeah. get other colors, touring in a heartbeat. It just, it would make more sense if they did that, like it would. more like heritage kind of. Yeah. yeah, it would, but they're not going to do that. I really love that color. Like and blue. Yeah, it's a it's gorgeous very color. Rich. Have you seen it in person? I I may have seen one drive past me here, but I I've not like I've uh, seen, been able to like you know walk around with one or anything. I saw one downtown a couple months ago, just a normal uh, Carrera and Gentian blue, and it was a sunny day. The amount of metallic in this paint is insane. insane. The normal Carreras are not easy to get anymore, though. The waiting list is like six months to a year to get one really i'm sure yeah. gt3 is longer than that uh yeah we're we're kind of like on standby for the order to go through yeah just hit sitting in a holding pool yeah i mean they've completely assured us that we're going to get it and that there's no doubt that we're on the list but yeah it's kind of a waiting game right so I guess, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to move on to the next guest, which will be nobody. So unfortunately, I did not have enough time to um, schedule stuff with the other guests. And so we just have these two guests for the Christmas special. So, but regardless, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, it certainly means a lot. And from me to you, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. And we will uh, see you in the new, in the new year, uh, sometime in the middle of January, for the next season of the Autos and Airways podcast. Cheers. <laughs>